watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And we are back for the season 4.5 preview. Uh, it feels like it's been about 100,000 months since we've done a Walking Dead podcast. It's been a long time, man. Yeah. Uh, what's what's the main character's name? I totally forget. Um, <laughs> like Prick? Yeah, something Dick? like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mick? I don't know. All, all of the above, I think. <laughs> uh, all right, what what are we going to talk about in this season four point five preview? We d- we did a lot of predictions for the season four uh, yeah. preview cast, so I'd like to kind of do some of those. Tonight. Okay, uh, but I don't know if I want to start with those because there's a well, lot of like footage that's been released that I kind of yeah wanna yeah. There's a lot of footage, and I'm having a hard time with trying to think of what I could say in a non spoiler way because mm. it looks like. A lot of iconic um, storylines are going to be coming out this this uh, second half of the season. And not iconic like, oh, they're at the prison. Iconic like this particular fucking episode or issue of the comic is going to be oh, brought okay. entirely to our screens. And I kind of want to talk about, you know, my hopes and fears for that because, you know, some of my some of my favorites. And if you're uh, if you listen to spoiler section last last uh, the, the what do you call that? The first half of the season season four alpha if you yeah. listen to those you'll know probably which ones i'm excited for um uh, we could lay out i mean so we got a couple new new characters enter into the death olympics okay uh, which is appropriate since the olympics are kicking off tonight uh we got bob stuckey <laughs> uh and we got the uh the two girls okay lizzie and uh i don't know her sister's name Li- the crazy one uh, well, in my opinion, Lizzie is a crazy one. You had some qualms about that, but oh, I thought the I thought the uh, younger one was Lizzie. No, 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 it's the older one. Ah, okay, um, yeah. So, do you want to give some some death predictions? Or oh, actually, we got a little bit of uh, um, stuff to talk about up front. Did you know that uh, James and Eric over at the Walker Stalker uh, podcast are doing another? Walker Stalker Con in Chicago this spring. I did know that, yeah. So that's pretty exciting, and uh, we're getting invited back. Uh, looks like we're going to be doing another uh, podcast panel with uh, Jason and James and Eric and uh, the rest of the guys, maybe uh, uh, one or two other podcasters joining us. Um, so we're uh, almost 100% sure that we're going to be there, and we've also been asked to give away uh, some VIP passes, which are already sold out. Um, so I don't think we're going to give them away this week. I think uh, we probably, uh, first of all, I haven't heard exactly how many we're going to have available. Um, but uh, probably starting next week or the week after, we'll start releasing those. So if you want to have a chance to win, we'll figure out, uh, me and Jim will put our heads together and come up with a uh, fun contest. But if you want to for sure go check out walkerstalkercon.com um and uh see what it's all about yeah sounds good that was, it was a last last time so it was a lot of fun um on uh when it was down in atlanta and there looks like they got a lot of the the cast members coming back and um really big merch hall and it's all going to be uh the one uh critique i had of atlanta or at least most people did is the fact that the like show floor was separate from where all the panels were at Mm-hmm. And it looks like this is all going to be in one facility, so it should uh, greatly 
reduce the amount of trodden back and forth you got to do to meet the stars and see the merch and participate in the panels. Sounds good. Uh, okay, so you want some death predictions. Why don't we start with uh, Bob? Let's start with Bob. Okay. Uh, Bob had some some trouble in the past with his alcoholism and some trouble in the present with his alcoholism. Uh, Daryl had to put him in his place. This time, who did he end up escaping with? He ended up going with Sasha um, and Maggie. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know. I think Maggie's a pretty capable woman. I think she is going to easily protect the wimp that Bob is. So I'm going to give him... Uh, a zero percent chance of death. That's uh, I feel like that's a bold prediction, but I'm going there. Seven, no, eighty percent sure. I'm eighty percent sure he'll die this season. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of us can be right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not quite like where I felt Herschel was really hundred percent chance last year and was vindicated. Um, mm-hmm. Bob has definitely number one. He's a fantastic actor. Uh, Lawrence Gilliard Jr. is really awesome. Can't say enough of good things about him from The Wire. Um, But, uh, be that as it may, um, I just feel like his fatal flaw is his love of alcohol. And the show set him up as kind of uh, like a martyr-type character. Not not martyr, but uh, kind of a a, a Greek tragic character. Um, And I think that he'll go out heroically and have some kind of sacrifice that redeems us. But for some reason, the show seems to want us to feel one way about him. And that way is that he, you know, is kind of let the group down and it's because it's alcohol and that makes him weak. So I don't agree with that. I'm just saying that I feel like that's the direction the writing's taking. And that's Hmm. why I'm confident in my prediction uh, that that, uh, he's going to bite it. Yeah, so you don't feel like there's a redemption arc in his future. I do, uh, but I think it's going to involve him shedding 50 pounds of flesh and five gallons of blood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and him not surviving. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, what about the fact that he's the only doctor they've got left? Does that sway oh, your God opinion damn at all? It. I forgot, because that's one of the reasons I was cer- certain that Herschel was dead, because he was expendable. Mmm. Uh, mm. Yes, I think he's going to. Yeah, nope, because, uh, again, I can't divulge it without going into spoilers. Um, but they actually bump into the cast of ER and it's, it's actually a problem. They have too many doctors. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's getting second opinions and the doctors getting in fights about diagnosis and it, it just becomes a really weird season five of walking dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll happen as soon as they cancel falling skies. <laughs> no, uh, but I, I don't think it'll be early on. I think he's going to get, you know, tour. It's, it's going to be late, deep into the season before he gets it, but I do think he's going to unfortunately get it. Okay, well, we will see. Uh, how about Lizzie and Mika? What's her name? Mika, thank you. Um, I were going to give a 100% chance of one of them dying. So does the average out to be 50%? Uh, you're going to package them up like we did with Maggie and Glenn? Yeah. It just dep- it, Here's the thing. Whichever one of them turns out to be the crazy one, and I know I'm assuming that one of them is crazy, Mm -hmm. that's going to be the one that dies, and the other one will be a live. And I'm kind of on the fence about whether – because they've hit Lizzie, the potential of her being crazy, so hard. But she's also got this really weird soft streak about walkers 
um, which is crazy, but a different kind of crazy than gutting rats and killing. Uh, of course, they said they they still maintain Carol killed him. I over the off season, I've kind of come back around on that since we we never really saw it happen. We just saw Rick's flashbacks. I still, mm-hmm. you know, the one that makes me completely go around from that is uh, or stay away from is I don't know why Carol would accept exile. Because you know if she needed to protect the kids, but I'm I I, I kind of think that we're maybe not done with that, and one of the kids is still responsible for it. Okay. Uh, do you think that's what's going to lead them to their death? No, think Tyrese I think... is going to get hold of one of them kids. No, uh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> okay, know that good. the show. Yeah, that would be I, pretty I, dark. I, I think that whoever's the crazy one is going to die, and um, I can't really say much more about the circumstances of that because I don't want my speculation to be construed as spoilers. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna say the same thing as you. I think one of these girls is not going to make it. Um, that is unacceptable, uh, Jim Jones. You cannot copy my prediction. Well. Uh, you got to at least you, give a different reason. You really wussed out on the bob. I went zero. You went 80. 80, that's hedging your bets, in my opinion. So 80 is hedging? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go 100 or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, I'm going to go with 50-50 uh, for those girls. Okay. Uh, let me ask you this. What are the odds, and we're not going to go with these specific characters, but what are the odds that one of the groups just never makes it back? Because our, our, our groups have been uh, splintered and fragmented. Uh, so how much do we want to talk about the footage that has been released and kind of the previews? Are those well, fair game? The thing is, is I think everything's fair game for you because you've not read any of the comics even up through the prison. So there's okay. no way you can really spoil anything. So I think you should be free to speculate however the hell you want, and I will do like I do on the uh, Game of Thrones podcast. I'll, I'll I'll use my mild interest. Uh, if you know, I'll, I'll react to everything <laughs> with a sense of mild uh, mild surprise and interest, just to maintain the illusion for you that that you that you won't know if you're uh, getting too close to the truth okay that sounds good so i was watching the previews um and one of the sneak peeks and it from what they were saying uh some interviews with the the actors and the directors and the showrunner um it seemed like they're they were going to take all these groups and kind of have them cross paths but maybe not necessarily hook up uh, again, and I don't know if that means like they'll see each other and they will decide to part ways again, or if that means that they will be in the same place at the same time and not see each other. But but I'm taking that as the former. So I I don't think that this entire group is getting back together, and I would bet that some of them are probably going to die before they even find anybody else. What do you think about uh, some other new people uh, added to the Death Olympics? Uh, Lily and her sister Tara. Oh yeah, the fist bumper. Uh, she can go. She can get right out of here. All both of them? Do you think that they're yeah. e- either one of them are going to be? It, it seems with their proximity to the prison, it seems unlikely that we don't run into them again. Sure. Although definitely. they are, they're both shit for surviving. We've seen that as well. Yeah, I I mean we've we laid out all of our problems with Tara in the previous seasons episodes, and I just didn't really care for the governor arc in that season at all. So the characters that kind of came along with that are fair game to be 
fodder. That's true, but but these were mostly in the can by the time that the others were released. We found that out on the Walker Stalker Con. So it's oh like, yeah, I I, I just f- mean as far as I care. Okay, as far as you care, I'm thinking yeah. that sometimes I do think that the the writers and the showrunners do read the show press and mm-hmm. kind of react, uh, you know, you know, based on that. Uh, and there was, I won't say it was as bad as the season three finale, but there was a lot of people unhappy with the governor arc. Um, and, 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 you know, we talked enough about that, but I, I, I think it's 100% sure that one of them shows up, if not both of them. And I also think it's 100% sure they will both die if they are reintroduced. Wow. You don't want either of them to stick around. I, it's not that I don't want them, because I think one or both of them could evolve into interesting characters if they would just get away from the broad strokes they've been painted with. But mm-hmm. um, no pun intended, broad strokes. Um, <laughs> I, f- I but, feel like Lily has the most potential. Really? I yeah, don't know. T- Tara, you can't go around fist bumping people in the apocalypse. That's yeah, not going to get you anywhere. I do, I, I, I do think that that tough exterior projection but kind of marshmallow inside is an interesting place that you could take that character on a little mini arc sure um so i i can i can see the writer writing room really uh enjoying playing with that so that's you know again i don't think either one to survive not because i have anything against them although i don't really have feelings for them one way or another but i think that uh this show's got on the verge of too many characters so just a law of character economy says you need to you, – you need and, – and the way the show works, it's a death engine, right? Um, and, and they need not only one or two main cast members to throw into the furnace uh, to, to make the show go, but they also have to have an army of, you know, B team that are not, you know, reasonably well-liked and we recognize them, but, you know, ready to be expended as well. Sure, definitely. Got to have the Martinez's. Of mm-hmm. the group. Mm-hmm. Got uh, the uh, Oscars and the Axles and the Martinez's. Okay, so why don't we get into some of the stuff that we saw in the previews? Um, Do it. I there, there was one in particular where there were a lot of interviews and a lot of people talking about the show and what it's going to be like in the next season for these characters. Um, they said that the three main questions that they were going to deal with, how do we get everybody back together? How do we stay safe? And how do we find sanctuary? Mm-hmm. Uh how do you think they get everybody back together? If you were in this situation, what would you do to try to get back together with this group? I have a rally point. Well, it's too late for that, man. I'm just saying that if they're not complete idiots, they would they, have had a predis- you know, like a bug out location that they could go to. Sure. You don't, so you don't think it would be a cop out for them to just kind of uh, retroactively say, hey, they had a rally point. I I don't think I you know and this is the guy that writes survival reviews and bitches all the time about the realism on the show, um, but I think that they've established that they do do this. Mm-hmm. You know, Rick has left behind cars marked for people to meet at. When the farm got overran, they had a you know talk about the the meetup point that was by the highway. It's yeah. kind of like. That I don't need to see them go through, you know, hash that out in the council chambers to think that, okay, these people have done something like this before. It's, you know, hell, we're supposed to have this in a non-zombie, regular old Western world safety functioning rule of law type of thing. We should all have with, with, within our family groups, you know, a place to meet up during a natural disaster. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Okay. 
Fair enough. So, so that's uh, what you're hanging your hat on there. How do they stay safe? That's a good question, and I think this is going to be back old school, traveling on the road, nomad. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm hoping. My hope is that we've got a solid half season and nomadic lifestyle before they get to another place where they can kind of, before the next farm, the next prison, we get a couple of on the road episodes. So I think that's going to be a, a big concern. Um, you know, the group probably has gotten a little soft, uh, a little used to you know being able to get a good sound night's sleep at night. Uh, being able to relax and have Beth sing her songs and all that hokey bullshit. So yeah, uh, that's going to go out the window when you're living in a caravan out in the zombie apocalypse. Definitely. And especially with that large herd of walkers that we saw, uh, who knows how many miles, as as much as 50 miles away, uh, you as think, few as like two. So <laughs> You got to think that that wasn't just an elaborate that uh, roadblock. That wasn't just a bunch of zombies stuck in the mud, right? No, 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 no. That's coming back for sure. They spent a lot of money staging that shot and and coming up with that for it to go nowhere. Yeah. So staying safe in that environment is going to be very difficult. Uh, I think one of the ways that they can do that is the next question, how do they find sanctuary? If they can find some kind of sanctuary somewhere, like a prison, like a farm, they might be able to find some safety. But as far as we know, Woodbury is burned to the ground. The prison is destroyed. They have nowhere to go. So they are going to have to, I, I assume individually. I, I'm not totally on board that they have a meetup point. Um, okay. Or or if they do, fighting their way back to it is going to be difficult. Okay. Um, finding sanctuary, it doesn't sound like they there were any towns around. Uh, I wonder if they're going to try to go to that school, but that's past the walkers. That's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. It just seems like there's nowhere for them to go. Well, I mean, the, um, the only place they could go, I guess, now is like, wasn't it Fort Bragg? Uh huh. Sure. That was that the only heard thing on the that radio. That's the only place that we've talked about. Oh yeah, the uh, the, the radio signal. I almost yeah. forgot about that. That that seems like a thing that would drive a nomadic type plot forward. Sure. And at the light at the end of that, that sounds like something that they could, you know, maybe set up sanctuary again. But I, I I'm really hoping that's not going to be. Uh, uh, episode 12 or 13 type of thing. So I know that Glenn went out on a bus, which may or may not have a radio. I'm not sure if old church bus- buses have radios, but they might. So he might be able to hear a signal. Uh, who else went out in a vehicle? Anybody? Hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. There's no shortage of abandoned vehicles, and vehicles to be, can be salvaged on the back roads of Georgia, apparently. so I guess so, yeah. It's uh, probably going to be pretty dangerous getting those, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, that, that could be interesting if they go towards a fort or something, if, that, if that's where the radio signal does indeed point them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also said we're going to get a lot of personal character stories this season. And they certainly set that up with, like, Rick and Carl going off on their own. Uh, that seems like it has a lot of potential there. Um, we have very small groups who can who we can really dive into the mechanics of the interactions of those people. Yeah. That, that is probably what interests me the most about this upcoming season. Yeah, um, I agree. They, they seem like they say that. It seems like the things they say every season are we're going to really get you know into our characterizations, really <laughs> going to be darker and more adult. 
So um, I actually happen to, and I've been on record since very early on in this previous season, I actually happen to believe it because uh, I've heard enough from the Walker Stalker Con, from Andrew Lincoln interviews, and seen these footage to know that they are going to at least try some of the iconic storylines, and I think some of them are just, you just can't fuck up. Um, yeah. Or at least I don't think this, I certainly think that the crew, the writers, and these actors have the talent to pull off the things they're being asked to pull off. So I'm pretty excited, um, you know, as far as the more characterizations. The one thing I'm worried about is, um, you know, there's a uh, conspiracy plot that has spread and really gained traction. The fact that Judith didn't die, that she's actually alive. Um, and if you want to know more about that, I posted the Reddit post that kind of outlines. It's not spoiler. It's mm-hmm. actually in-episode evidence that she survived and the Tyrese saved her. Um, so if, if you believe that, and I kind of think that that's compelling, mm-hmm. uh, I don't like it because Judith dying is a big turning point in Carl and Rick's relationship, or it should be. And her turning yeah. out to be surprised she's actually alive, I think is going to cheapen some of that. But it's also something that I definitely wouldn't put past the walking dead. Sure. Uh, it might actually be pretty interesting uh, and create a lot of tension if uh, Therese and the girls did run off with Judith, and Rick and Carl think she's dead, and then something happens along the way where she does die in Tyrese's care, and then Tyrese has to explain that to Rick later on hmm. if they meet up. Hmm. What a horrible situation for Tyrese. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> if I rescued a dude's baby in a zombie apocalypse and then dropped it on a soft spot and it died, why? Well, yeah, I'd be like, uh, yeah, it's too bad about her dying back in the prison, Rick. Jeez. All right. Um, the other, the one other takeaway I had here is how much of an influence that Daryl had on this group during his time at the prison. I mean, if you look at the previews coming up for this season. Carl's taking his hairstyling advice from Daryl. Uh, Rick's taking Definitely. his fashion advice from Daryl. Going totally sleeveless. Definitely. <laughs> I thought that was uh, really telling about how much Daryl means to the group. Yeah, the Dixon, the Dixon boy's a tastemaker in the zombie apocalypse. For sure. Uh, that's about all I have to talk about with the, the previews. There's a lot of action. We, we see a lot of zombies. Uh, there is kind of one extended scene that we see where Carl's luring a couple zombies away. Uh, from a house toward the road, but it doesn't go anywhere. They don't show us where he's taking them. Right. It's just the standard, you know, one-and-a-half, two-minute teaser trailer that they, you know, how they, they do that every season. They pull some, they pull two minutes, random minutes out of the previous episode or the next episode and, and show it on the website as yeah. a sneak peek. So, yeah. So, meh, whatever. Uh, all right. So, should we do a couple of predictions? What you want to see... I happen. can't, man. I have to excuse. I have to recuse myself. Oh boy, my, my predictions are more like when Biff came back with the sports almanac from from twenty twenty five or whatever, and started <laughs> sure. betting on nineteen fifty sports. It just it's not fair. It's not sporting. All right, fair enough. I will do one. My biggest hope for this season is that Glenn and Maggie are reunited before either of them dies. You fucking hopeless sap. I, I, Hey man, I think they're great. Want to see him exchange like Cracker Jack rings and the go- <laughs> and the Force Ghost of Herschel preside over their wedding, so you can sure. shed a couple of tears. Sure, why okay, not? Fine. 
That seems like it's a sure thing. I re- unless the bus just and, and honestly, the bus is probably the target. I would say that wouldn't make it back because it's uh, it's got the highest density of dumb fucks per ra- yeah. uh, for for capable people. Yeah, uh, yep. basically all the people that we have no idea who are the useless uh, uh, survivors from Woodbury. They're all in that bus and Glenn. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, Sorry, Glenn. <laughs> so that's a target-rich environment. Yeah, and um, Glenn is not in good shape at that point. So no, no, he's got you know one foot in the grave and the other on a banana peel himself. So if if yep. you were, uh, but I, I don't know, man. They've it seems like they've been through so much the past season. Uh, you know, b- both at the hands of the governor and in the hands of the, this disease, that to kill them. Uh, kill one of them would be unnecessarily cruel. Mm-hmm. Although you know this this show is uh, some uh, some misery porn, as it's been called by some people. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, how, how about one more prediction? I want to see Beth put on an impromptu pop show during, <laughs> like a post, like a post-apocalyptic American Idol. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. How would that work? Like they're going to? <laughs> I, I, I don't. That's not a serious prediction. Of of course not. We need another serious prediction, man. Oh, another serious prediction. Um, Beth will sing. Well, I guarantee, we guarantee she will. Gonna she's going to sing. I hope yeah. she. If she ever dies and has a death scene, I hope she sings it. <laughs> sings herself out. Yeah, like like some kind of Evita style. Don't cry for me, Rick Grimes. Oh, I thought you meant. Singing Carl as G- she died. <laughs> yes, on yes. You do mean that. Oh my god! Don't cry for me, Carl Junior. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, wow. I's out of your league. <laughs> <laughs> your fucking cowboy hat <laughs> was such a turn off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe we'll have to put on our own impromptu pop show. <laughs> right on. Uh, okay, that that's it. I don't have any other big predictions. Shall we get to some promo and then some feedback? Yeah, let's do it. Jim and I are part of the Bald Move Network, and you can find all of our content at baldmove.com, including all of our Walking Dead stuff. We got full coverage every fucking episode. We got it covered. Uh, Game of Thrones, uh, same deal. Latest seasons of Mad Men and Breaking Bad. Also, uh, Downton Abbey. Also, House of Cards. We, last weekend, marathoned season one as a dry run for season two. It's, uh, we, and we're, uh, I believe the first episode's dropping tonight. Already up. Uh, yep. Already up. Uh, iTunes feeds will be established soon. Uh, we're going to be dropping multiple ones of those per day because they're already in the can. Next weekend, Valentine's Day weekend, that Saturday the 14th, Jim and I are going to get up at the crack ass of dawn at O-Dark 30, and we're going to marathon the shit out of House of Cards. We're going to try to get... Six or seven episodes done the first day, another six or seven episodes done the second day, uh, and basically release them as we get them. So by Monday afternoon slash morning, we should have the whole damn season up in instant cast, you know, 30-minute analysis type form. After that, uh, we'll probably take a week break to kind of collect our thoughts on it and give some people time to uh, start watching the show, get their thoughts to us. And then we're going to do a uh, full regular linked cast with feedback um, uh, uh, each week, book club style. So that's pretty exciting. Some It's the first time we've actually had a new new show in uh, quite a while, man. Yeah. Since the bald, since the days of the Bald Move TV. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited about it. I like that show a lot. Yeah, 
and uh, it's exciting. So it's it's like the only type that we've got kind of like an edge on the uh, professional reviewers because you know they rely on their screeners and they don't get none for these. So we can we can out hustle them. So we're excited about that. Uh, also, don't forget our two affiliates, uh, the Personal Arrogance Crew out of Seattle. Um, up to episode 181 now. They're ki- crushing it. And the uh, girls from L.A., the Picasso Show. Uh, check out, what, see what Air, uh, Jamie, Aaron, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gerilyn, Amy, and Susan are up to this week. Uh, we always appreciate your ratings, reviews, on iTunes. It's the single biggest thing still that you can do to drive traffic to our cast. Please check out our Amazon affiliate link at amazon.blogmove.com. Uh, did I leave anything out? Uh, you can also send us email at uh, watchingdead at baldmove.com. Follow me on facebook.com slash baldmove and Jim at baldmove on Twitter. There. All right. I think I got it out. We're ready for some feedback. Don't have a lot. Don't have a lot, but uh, we do have a couple diehards here. Uh, Stacy J from Bowling Green, Kentucky said, hey, wanted to give you a shout and let you know I'm going through a serious Watching Dead withdrawal. I can't wait till you're back. Your podcast is my favorite. I even binge-watch House of Cards, so I'll be able to keep up with you when you marathon it next month. I'm certain it'll be a blast. It is. We had a lot of fun recording it, yep. um, and uh, it was a lot of fun watching it. Keep it up, fellas. And, oh, by the way, any chance to be at Walker Stalker Con in Chicago? Yeah, we already talked about that, and we definitely, like I said, nine, I'm 99.9% sure we'll be there. Um and uh, we all have tickets to be given away starting uh, next week or the week after. Uh, so thanks for your support. And uh, I actually put in there because I didn't want to forget to pimp all that stuff, and I already did. So now I feel like a jackass. Let's move on. Uh, Karsha uh, wants to review some things about the, the past season. Uh, one thing that annoys me is you'd think they'd take notes and learn how to deal with the dead. Tyrese saw how the governor kept the zombies in the pits, which were then set on fire. Therefore, Rick and company could have dug up pits outside the fences, which the zombies would fall into in groups and then set that shit on fire and repeat. I mean, seriously, uh, you are preaching to the goddamn choir every week last year, uh, last season, I did a survival guide where I would do a review of the group survival options. And that was a first observation is I could not fucking believe they didn't build some moats or pits around that prison. And then use the dirt to shore up the fence line. I mean, we wouldn't yeah. have. Yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. I, um, I don't know. I mean, how long would it take it to dig a moat around a prison? A long not, time. No, not no. It does not take that long to dig the dig. You get so you got to use half six, your manpower. To, you get six half your man. You get six to eight strong backs out there digging that mm-hmm. moat, and outside of. Let's say six to eight weeks, you'd have a pretty decent moat dug around the whole damn place. All right. The, the trouble with that is, though, you've got to have people out there dealing with zombies while you're doing it. So you take your six or eight best guys, strongest dudes, and put them in a pit, and then you put who out there? Yeah, you have like one or two workouts because the guys you in the Beth pit— You give Beth a gun? Send her out there? Yeah, just, you just need a lookout, man. The guys <laughs> digging the pits is not they got to keep digging during a zombie attack. They get out with their shovels, and they fuck shit up. <laughs> All right, I just think it would be more difficult than it sounds. If Walter fucking White can dig a massive hole in the desert, <laughs> big enough you could bury a van in overnight, mm-hmm. stricken with cancer, uh, I'm pretty suspect. sure. I'm pretty sure. No, no, we're we're using we're using AMC <laughs> physics here. I'm pretty sure it can be done, and I fully agree with you there, uh, Karsha. Okay. Uh, continuing on. Also, uh, please check out my survival guides. I'm going to do them. We didn't do a Kickstarter. 
because uh, we got some bigger plans coming uh, and a couple other uh, new support options will be debuting in the weeks to come. Um, but what the hell? We're still doing instant cast, right? Yep. And I'm going to say what the hell and still do survival guides. Wow. So check for those on Friday around lunchtime. I will have a survival guide. It's a humorous tongue in cheek. Uh, me bitching about how bad these guys are actually surviving at zombies. And I like it. Uh, check it out. Uh, moving on to their other points. Uh, I'm devastated that Herschel is gone and Carol beat Exide is total bullshit. Uh, what, how, what would Daryl describe that? Jim? Bullshit. That's right. I mean, what is wrong with her teaching those kids knife rules? They should all be teaching the kids how to fight. That's the world they're living in now, and they should stop pretending it's all peachy. Again, preaching to the choir there. Uh, the jig is up, people. Stop reading Tom fucking Sawyer and be realistic. Considering the world these kids are brought up in, they, as the next generation, should be the toughest ass kickers around. Preach that fire. Yep. Lizzie, I can't wait for that mental case to get eaten. I can't stand psychotic la-la land bullshit that she pulls. Plus, it's probably her feeding buddy Nick the rats. Regarding Beth, I know everyone is blasé about her skills and character, but I have seen her kill zombies when she had to, and they usually keep her out of the way. There has to be someone dedicated to raising baby Judy, after all. Maggie defends the camps with the rest of them. Carol's always busy and exiled now. Carl is too young and is better off doing badass stuff. Rick, well, he's not raising her either, so after observing Beth and the baby in season three, I think that Rick is lucky that she's taken on that role. It's a lot of work raising a baby, not to mention in zombie land, so I think Beth deserves a shout-out for her part. It sucks that she isn't with Judith now. I wonder where the baby is. I think she's alive, though, although Jim does want that zombie baby, so you never know. <laughs> I definitely do. You're you're right about Beth. I mean, she has been pulling a lot away, right? I mean, she kept Maggie's head kind of on straight. Beth can't went from being a doodlebug afterthought to a character that I would genuinely miss if she died. Sure. I just don't think she can kill a zombie. It, it's like I I'm yeah okay. I <laughs> um, have a question for you both. I've not read any of the comic uh, Walking Dead uh, comics, uh, but I've been thinking I should have a read. Would you recommend me reading the comics? And if so, where can I purchase them? Hell yeah. Um, it's interesting, and I don't know that I necessarily always agree with, but there is a significant difference between the comics and the books, and it's neat to see. I don't think the, I don't think the comic necessarily spoils you for the series, and I don't think the series necessarily spoils you for the comic book. Um, the storyline's interesting. It's very grim. It's like a, an R to X rated version of The Walking Dead. Um, but I think the best way to do it is to get the compendiums. Uh, you can get them on Amazon for about 30 bucks shipped, and they each uh, collect, uh, I believe, 50 episodes. So the first one's got up to episode, uh, comic 49. Second one's got like 50 through 98. We're currently on, I believe, episode 117. So once you get that, then you can pick up a trade paperback for about $10, $11. It'll get you another 10 or 15 and then you can just start reading them in real time. Comicsology is really good for that. If you got a smartphone or a PDA, uh, you can get, pick up the comics for buck ninety nine to two ninety nine a piece. That's how I'm reading them now that I'm caught up. But compendiums are a great value thirty bucks for fifty comics, mm -hmm. and they're in one big ass Walking Dead Bible, uh, really bound nice. You had one of the compendiums, didn't you? Yeah, I had the second one. The first one when I went to buy mine was really expensive. Yeah, well, they must have had a reprint because yeah, uh, they did. Uh, Amazon's got both of them for 30 bucks, So I would recommend that, and I don't think you can go wrong. If you like the show, you're probably going to like the comics. Uh, Nick P. says, Hey, Jim and Aaron, have either of you seen the fourth season of Arrested Development? Have you, Jim? Yeah, I just binge-watched that like maybe three weeks ago. Cool. Uh, I could see the second half of the season of Walking Dead being structured similar to the way they handled that. 
They took what was once an ensemble program and broke it up into episodes that followed individual characters and a highly intertwined, overarching plotline. While they didn't meet in many fans' expectations for the first few episodes of the dramatic change in the method of storytelling, The Walking Dead has an easy segue into that method with everyone broken up. If handled correctly, the actions of individual groups can affect the events and actions that happen to others since they are in such proximity, such as allying with rival groups or following each other's tracks into some sort of new territory. Mm-hmm. To speak metaphorically, the rest of the season can be an intricate and mesmerizing set of dominoes, but I'm not sure if the producer and company can set it all up without knocking over a few pieces or their big brother AMC coming in and sabotaging the entire thing. Thanks and keep up the silly banter. We will. What do you think? Do you think that's a good model for uh, what we're going to see from The Walking Dead this season? I think that's a fantastic idea. I really liked how they did that in Arrested Development, and I think, like you said, this series has been perfectly set up for that in this season. Um, it would also give them a chance to maybe kind of play with timelines as well, which they haven't done too much of. It also uh, lets some of the characters we have don't see a lot kind of breathe. They would get a sure. two- or three-episode mini-arc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think that has a huge amount of potential, and I'd like to see that. And it sounds right like they on. might be going that direction if they're talking about some characters maybe crossing paths but not meeting each other. Right on. Okay. Uh, we got one more spoiler uh, take, and I can I can talk a little bit more, but we're kind of running long, actually, um, in the spoiler section. So we got about probably five or ten minutes worth of gas in there. Uh, if you'd like to add to our uh, feedback or send us in for next week, uh, make sure you do that at, the walk, at watchingdead at baldmove.com. We got the live tweets on Twitter at baldmove. We also always have the live uh, Facebook threads, and we're going to bring those back too. That a lot of fun, hundreds of participants. It's uh, a good way. It's a good second screen experience. Um, you got anything else? Nope, that's it. Let's get to the spoilers, man. Let's do it. Spoiler section. What do we have this week? Uh, we got um, Scott K says, "Hey guys, love the podcast. One of my favorite comic storylines is the Hunters, a group of survivors that uh, captured Dale and eat his leg. I was wondering if you think they'll include this, and if you do, who will replace Dale as the Hunter's last meal? Let me take that first. I have no fucking clue because I was pretty sure it was going to be Herschel, and that's uh, wh- and, and I, that's why I was a hundred percent sure that he was going to die. I did not see him." Uh, taking the place of uh, Tyrese outside the prison gates, um, especially since he would have been he was the Dale surrogate. So, I could they capture a, a healthy, able-bodied person and do the same thing with? I mean, there's no Maybe. reason. There's no. There's no reason why they couldn't because uh, you know the the hunters gig. The way I saw it is. They amputated people's appendages one by one for a supply of fresh meat, and then you know they eat. But presumably they eat your leg, and then they eat your other leg, and then your arm, your other arm, and then they butcher you for the brisket and head uh-huh. mush. Um, so it, it's like you don't need to be a one-legged dude to have that happen to you. Um, sure. So I don't know who. I mean, Bob would he be a good candidate for that? Um, hmm. We're getting to the point where we really don't have a lot of expendable characters at this point. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I feel like 
one of the more expendable is Bob, but I already gave him a 0% chance to die, so... Uh, and, and the other thing is, there's been no indication whatsoever of the Hunter's plot in any of the trailers for the preseason. And I think that there would be some... It, it's hard for me to believe they won't do that. But on the other hand, that would be... I mean, I haven't even seen like them running around being scared at night, which would be kind of like the hallmark, I think, of that storyline. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of worried that they're just not going to do it. You think because it's just too graphic? It's... It's too no, intense for them. I don't think it's too graphic or intense. I mean, I really, I, I really don't. I just think that I, I don't know why. I really don't know why they wouldn't do. It. Maybe they're saving it for another season. Yeah, Although one of the things be. the spoilers is, I really think this is the last year that they're going to have like an on the road episode because um, I think that this is going to end at the Alexander safe point, which is where the radio messages are taking them, and then from there on, they're pretty much stayed rooted to those spots. Uh, for up through the where I'm at in the comics, hmm. um, and that gets to be pretty epic too. But I just it's, it would be a shame to not do the Hunter storyline. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, well, they may do it. Maybe they're just not showing it in the previews. It would be cool for them to not tease that and just be a surprise too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and maybe they don't want like a whole bunch of spoilers getting out there from people who've read the comics already. Could be. You know, Glenn would actually be another good guy. I mean, he's a, uh, probably the most sacrificial of the characters at this point. Ah, I don't know, man. It's got to be a dude because I don't think the network's got. I don't think the network's got the balls to do to do something that horrific to a woman. How or about a child. Tara? Tara, let's get Tara nah, out there. I don't think I don't think it can do it for women. I mean, I, I she I goes mean, up, she tries to fist bump a cannibal, and they bite <laughs> they her fist eat, off. They just eat the fist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a like a Cornish hen. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Um, says he, he continues, Scott K. does, also in the comics after, also, also <laughs> in the comics after Tyrese is killed, they meet Abraham, an ex-army soldier who becomes Rick's second command. Do you guys think they will kill off Daryl in order to make room for Abraham? No. Good. I think Daryl's days are numbered, but I think if he dies, it's going to be at the end of season five when his contract is up. Okay. I, I really hope he doesn't die anytime soon. The, another season and a half, that that might be okay with me. Yeah, and Abraham's a cool character and all, don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm not sure about the casting on this. They cast um, Norman Reedus. <laughs> <laughs> he plays two rules. Or like, uh, uh, like he plays... Uh, he plays Daryl and then a version of Daryl with a goatee or something. How about if they, Abraham. How about if they cast a dude from Boondock Saints, his brother? Ah, that would actually be cool. They, <laughs> they, they, um, who they did cast is Michael Cudlitz. Yeah, that's okay. who it is, Michael Cudlitz. I don't recognize that name. Um, so it's Michael Cudlitz. He's from Southland, and the problem is he looks kind of like him in the face, but he's just a little doughy. I mean, Abraham's hmm. like an Arnold Schwarzeneggerian badass. He's a physical specimen. He's a champion in the comic books. Um, and he's just a little doughy, just a little doughy, uh, <laughs> little, right. do- little, little doughy for me. But anyway, no, I don't see them. I don't see killing Daryl off to make room for the Doughboy. No, I do not. <laughs> okay. I hope that's, they don't. I really hope they don't. That's like I got for spoilers. Like I said, I'm, man, I think that the Carl and Rick mini episode uh, or not mini episode, just isolation episode, bubble episode, whatever is going bottle episode is going to be kick ass. Yes, the I, I'm only totally with you. 
The only potential problems is it's not going to have quite the emotional heft because Chandler's just a bit too old, and he's too too big of a badass. Uh, in in the comics, it's it's kind of this was the birth. I mean, arguably the birth of him being a badass, and and then the realization that even with him being as big and tough as he thought he was, he still 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 wasn't quite there enough, and he still missed his dad. I think he can pull it off, but it would it would be a lot more powerful if this kid was eight or nine years old. Yeah, it's weird. It seems like they're going to go in a different direction with that a little bit because the some of the commentary in the previews said um, that Rick is going to kind of turn into a more aggressive father figure here. Uh, that, to me, doesn't suggest that Carl is going to be protecting him so much as Rick is going to try to be yeah, protecting Carl uh, and Carl's not going to want it. I He's going to be a more comatose father figure in this episode. <laughs> I so yeah. it's like that's kind of weird, but maybe the reaction of him letting Carl down is, um, you know, uh, is going to be because because Carl's you know you can already you can already see that it's going to be like you didn't protect mom, you didn't yeah. protect Judith. Why should you be able to protect me? You're weak, and you know that's that's an interesting storyline. It's handled beautifully in the comics. It's it's probably my favorite single episode uh, take. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and yeah, and, and, and getting, see, see, having some good on the road episodes leading up to Alexandria. It's going to be pretty cool. I have high hopes for this season. All right. There's well, not a lot of dead weight they drug in from the previous season. It's governor's yeah. gone. Prison's gone. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's a busload of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but that's going to roll off a cliff and explode taking Glenn with them in the first oh, 60 no. seconds of the episode. So yeah, no, it's, 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 it's handled. All right. Well, I think that's about it uh, for this episode. We will, of course, be back for uh, the premiere next week. Yes, we will. See you then. See you.